1998. Whoa. This is from 19... 19- you know, I never played with this ball. That's probably mm-hmm. why it's in mint condition. Maybe check and see how the, rec- the quality of the recording was afterwards, once all the files are all... <laughs> Today, we got a game of a podcast to talk to you about, and it's going to be epic. Kellogg's not sponsored. Yeah, so we're going to talk about some uh, NBA stars that we grew up with that have been in movies back in the 90s and uh, have been in here and there since then, pretty much, and on television. Not much about television, but mostly the movies. I'm and your host. Thinks I'm gonna keep it to just NBA, but I'm gonna talk about some wrestling oh, stars as well. You know what that is? True. It, it'll be mostly NBA, but yes, that is true. It's gonna be sports people as well tossed in there. I mean, I'm not gonna be like you know Derek Jeter's one random cameo. Like we're not doing that crap, but like significant stuff. I was thinking of that Nager management. <laughs> Who's Rava? Who's Rava? The little Adams. <laughs> I can't help. You got to do it when you talk about Adam Sandler. Well, I'm your host, A Card, and this. Oh, damn it! This guy over here. <laughs> hey, there you go. That's right. I'm. <laughs> oh my gosh, you, you made me laugh so much. I messed up my little intro. This is Airflow. Welcome to the arguably awesome podcast. <laughs> you Were you that. gonna say Airflow Gaming? Yeah. Well, you know, I just almost, but I don't really do the whole like gaming thing when I'm just in the podcast. I just drop the. Game hey, advertise it, man. More like Airflow talking. Airflow yes. talking. If hey, you, you can have your new a new channel where it's just Airflow talks. I was gonna say, if, if you got the little little advertisement, you know, try yeah. We need to plug your mom. Oh, that sounds weird. We need to plug your mom's business. There you go. Yeah, now you thought it through. Yeah. Doris, don't watch it. <laughs> I mean, are you talking about like this? Oh, it says Airflow, and they, there's our logo on it. Check out that bad boy. Dude, perfect. Is that a glass straw in there? No, it's a metal straw. Oh, a stainless steel. I, I was like, dang, you're getting fancy now. When she first started um, with the creative outlet, it was more of like, you know, mask, uh, t-shirts, um, things like that. Um, now, if you're looking for licensed gear, like how I downloaded that Google image and had her put it on a cup... That's not really technically something Nigluzi can make a profit from, but if you have some sort of custom design yeah. that you would want to do, we don't Let's necessarily have a work. link for it, um, so you would have to reach out to, um, basically reach out to us through, Our I mean, I don't know, I guess through the Instagram or like, uh, you know, reach out through, um, or our email. We never plugged our email. I don't for know. Business I, I'll inquiries. try to get. Uh, well, I mean, people. If people are really looking that hard, I mean, they, they can find it. Like it's on. The, you know. Yeah, you could reach to us through Instagram or a card and airflow podcast at gmail.com. And if that doesn't work, then it's a card and airflow podcast twenty twenty two at gmail.com. There's so many. I'm pretty sure it was the first one. <laughs> There's so many usernames and passwords. I am trying to keep everything together. Oh, oh man. Um. 
Well, I mean, we could start out with how the hell do I know who Michael Jordan is? I mean, who doesn't know who Michael Jordan is? Let's just let's just talk about him from the get go, just because this is also sports related. Um, also, to Michael, say, if you end up catching that meme clip, um, hope you don't uh, mind me using that Porky Pig Michael Jordan mashup to make fun of a garden the last video. <laughs> what? I guess I didn't. I don't remember that part. And there's a part where what? you're stumbling over your words, and I popped it up. Lay, 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 lay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I need to rewatch that. Okay. Anyway, to say he's the greatest of all time, that's an understatement. To say he's, you know, as they call it, the GOAT. Um, it is true. Nobody that I know of, even King James, I mean, I think King's a little bit high of a name to be uh, giving somebody. But uh, if anyone's the king of rock and roll, it's Elvis. The king of pop was. Uh, Michael Jackson. I had to think about that. Sad. Uh, the queen of pop, Mariah Carey, and the king of the basketball court is Michael Jordan. I mean, he's done so many wins, so many uh, rings, so many. It, it, it's trophies, trophies for the game, breaking records, um, breaking people's minds, breaking hearts. I know, and breaking, uh, breaking the 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 hoop. Shattered the glass. The <laughs> yeah, I love that's cla- That is such a classic and iconic piece of I don't know what you want to say imagery but of history in basketball he mm-hmm. I think he was the first one to do that he was really feeling that he was like I'm gonna and slam dunk this motherfucker and it's going in there <laughs> boosh stuff that ball right in that fucking shit man For real. um but yeah he I there have been other players. I forgot the name of the thing because sometimes I watch some sports stuff. I'm not really a major sports guy, but I watch some Blazer stuff for sure and some Mariners. But uh, I don't love the Blazers, man. Oh man, I almost forgot about the Mariners there for a minute. I haven't. Uh, no, no, that's so good. <laughs> well, I was but, just wasn't super big into baseball. I mean, there was a basketball player that's done more in a way than Michael Jordan, but as far as. I don't want to talk too much about it because I could totally be wrong. But I heard something about this from Aries Spears or from Michael Rappaport. It was one of those two or some other guy from ESPN. But uh, as far as tactics and winning, it was Michael Jordan. He's still number one. And he retired when? In the, what was it, the early, late 90s, early 2000s? I mean, if you really want to get a glimpse at Michael and the whole golden age of the 90s, you got to watch uh, The Last Dance on Netflix. It's a, like a five, four, five, maybe even a six-part documentary. It's it's mind-blowing. I mean, I, I'm not even a basketball guy, but still, just to watch if it's Michael Jordan, you, you got to watch it. Other than that, he has done a lot, and it really explains what he's doing after, but... He is that iconic slam dunk, you know, with the red, white, and blue logo. Um, he's the guy that's doing the slam dunk three. That's the logo of the NBA logo. And he's a big sponsor of Nike. And Nike, you know, is from here in Oregon. Uh, Columbia Sportswear. Uh, what's another outdoor place? I can't remember right now. Um, but yeah. Simpsons are from here. I mean, Michael Jordan's not from here. I mean, obviously, Chicago Bulls. I don't watch the documentary. Yeah, I don't need to explain Michael D. Y'all know who MJ is. We got Michael Jackson and Michael Jordan, two greats for sure. But yeah. Um, side note: 
this is my little Kellogg's ball from 1988. Uh, 1998. I'm not that old. <laughs> I'm 89, baby. Uh, we got the Kellogg's Tony the Tiger. It's part of the game. Kellogg's. We got the Rice Krispie Treat kids. We got the rooster from uh, Cornflakes. We got Diggums the Frog. Oh, man. This is a green screen. And we got uh, Toucan Sam. Uh, who else do we have? Is that it? That's all of them. It was just... I don't know what it was a part of, but... uh, uh I can't do it. Ah! It's too small to balance. Anyway, that was a cool thing I got back in the late 90s. I still have it today. But yeah, huh? the first time. Oh, I'm just talking about my uh, my basketball after talking about Michael Jordan for like forever. My first sports movie I ever watched was definitely Space Jam. Michael Jordan, the Looney Tunes cast. Uh, what was Very your introduction classic. to sports, Eric? How did? You, oh, I'm guessing Michael Jordan. <laughs> I mean, it, it, back in the day, like being a '90s kid, sports jams was uh, space sports jams. Wow, pretty <laughs> much. Where my mind's at. <laughs> Sports, everything sports. No, uh, Space Jam was definitely like one of the first like sports star led like movies <laughs> that you could. I mean that or like Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal, but I feel like the Shaquille O'Neal one maybe came later after they saw the success that like a movie with sports, you know, led. What cast. movie was it called? Uh, it was Kazam is the one um, with uh, Shaquille O'Neal, right? I get it confused too. Shazam, Kazam. <laughs> But Shazam is DC. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I You never have gotten confused. You accidentally say Shazam. I have before. And I'm like, oh, Kazam. I am Oh, Kazam! you're, you're going to feel so bad when I pull this up on the uh, screen share. <laughs> oh, boy. What? I mean, I, I mean, I just, I had to, you know, because when you hey. said that, I was like, that doesn't make any sense at all. But unfortunately for you, my friend, it is Kazam, nineteen ninety six fantasy comedy. Well, yeah, oh, I know geez. it's Kazam, but I mean, haven't you ever said Shazam on accident because you just mumble it like? Well, yeah, but not this time. Fumbled. I mean, wouldn't you love to see junk food raining from the sky? That's like my favorite scene in the whole movie. Junk food raining from the sky. Well, yeah, that was pretty. That's good. it. A candy bar. Then. So yeah, what was your introduction to sports? Like, um, well, like sports in general? Or are you talking about like, how, like how did you get? I, I don't know how to ask it. I mean, how did you? Who was the first iconic sports figure you heard of? Oh, for me personally, as a kid, um, I used to read a lot of bi- autobiographies about um, famous um, by people in general. Like um, back as a kid, I was reading books about like uh, Colin Powell or like you know. Um, the other famous oh. um, surgeon, um, but one of my first and foremost, like all-time um, sports heroes, would be Jackie Robinson, the Brooklyn Dodgers. Um, back when he was trying to break out from playing in the what they called the Negro Leagues back in the day, the uh, only leagues that blacks could play baseball at the time, um, and they allowed them to try and break into the major leagues. You know, um, people like Babe Ruth and you know all those old greats, and mm. uh, he had such a struggle. But you know, I admire his tenacity and his, his fight to try and like break that um, gap. You know, and I just uh, you know, growing up reading those kind of stories was really impressive to me. Or like you know, the stories of like uh, Muhammad Ali, um, great. 
um, you know, the greatest of all time. Like, when you're talking about goats, man, a goat right there. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> a little meal. bit hot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Chicken yeah. and cilantro. Muhammad Ali definitely is the greatest. He's a flutter like a butterfly, sting like a bee. I still never saw that remake in 2000, what was it, 2003 or 4? I think it was 2003. Ali. Mm, the, um, um, Will Smith one? Yeah, then a couple years later, like three years later in 2005, uh, Ray came out with uh, Jamie Fox. I almost said Jamie Lee Fox. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Jamie, Lee, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis was playing uh, Ray Charles. I like that, you know, mashup. <laughs> hey, all right. Let me now you make me want to Photoshop. Jamie Lee Curtis is a great trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's something she'd be due probably in the 80s. 80s movies. She was in some weird funny ones. She was with the Monty Python cast. She was in one in the 80s and one in uh, Fish Called Wanda. And uh, one where John Cleese and some of the Monty Python cast owned a zoo. I don't think it did very well, but it was an interesting movie. And the same cast from that Wanda, Fish Called Wanda, was in that one. It was weird. Kevin Klein. <laughs> Um, but that's not sports. That's neither here or there. But that's a little fun fact information you get on the show. Um, yeah. I would say so the next answer big... card's convoluted question. Those are two of my favorite, like, heroes that got me introduced into sports and maybe even care. Yeah. And then afterward, you got, like, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. You know, you got, um, I'll Dennis even say Dennis Rodman. Rodman with his crazy ass, which I'll definitely be talking about him later. Yeah, I wonder how it was, uh... Hooking up with Carmen Electra. She was a babe back in the day. I'm not gonna lie. I thought she was hot. Mm-hmm. Boy, but, uh, well, never mind. But yes, babe. I mean, nowadays, uh, that might beg to differ. You know, with plastic surgery, these people do not look the same, it's unfortunately. Last time I saw Carmen Electra in a movie, she was in Scary Movie 3 in the beginning, having a pillow fight with one of the Playhouse, Playboy Playhouse E TV show chicks. Um... She was hot in that still. At that age, that's when she was in her prime, I think in her 30s. Um, and then she was in the Scary Movie 4, where she was in the town based on the Village movie with Bill Pullman and all that. Uh, yep. She's a babe in that one, too. That was kind of a random cameo. I was like, what? But uh, nowadays, man, people are just changing so fast. It's like, Phew. Anyway, um, I'd say the next big one for me was Shaquille O'Neal, because... I remember seeing Space Jam in the theater in 95. Went with my dad, eating some theater candy. I mean, you had Bill Murray, Michael Jordan, the Looney Tunes cast. I At the time when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's a Looney Tunes movie with Michael Jordan. I didn't think anything of it. Back then, it wasn't, like, hyped and all that. I mean, the only thing it was hyped was, like, Michael Jordan in a new movie. And I'm like, it was his first debut in a movie. And I... The only movie I ever saw him in after that was, like, Mike... 2002 um but Shaquille O'Neal's Kazam that's a legendary movie that's I don't think it was a Disney movie though but I'd see it on the Disney channel I think they'd show it on the Disney channel back in the late 90s um I love that movie by the way Kazam mm, Kazam but yeah bet you do. fun fact that evil Arab guy I actually don't know if he's Arab but the one who tries to steal Kazam in that big boom box. <laughs> uh, he has a small role in Don't Mess with the Zohan, Zohan with uh, Adam Sandler. Oh, okay. I was like, I haven't seen that guy in years. Looks like it's it a looks the same. Film pictures film. Wow, of course. Yeah. 
And you know what's funny? Because I think Disney owns Touchstone. It's like a syndicate of... Because Nightmare Before Christmas is also Touchstone. But Disney has Nightmare Before Christmas at their theme parks in the Kingdom Hearts series. Which I was always like, is Nightmare Before Christmas Disney? Because I saw it in Kingdom Hearts. Was, that's when I first noticed I was like getting thinking about that back in 2002. And I looked it up. And they pro- helped produce the music with Danny Elfman. So, there you go. That's why they show it on the Disney Channel. And that's about as sports-related as you're going to get on this podcast episode. So, there you go. The end. <laughs> Bye. No, um, I definitely love me some Kazam. Um, I love that people like Mandela affected it. That they, they claim that it's Mandela effect that they couldn't remember that it's not Shazam. Right. Uh... I'm interested. You told me about this in the late 90s or early 2010s. I think it was late 90s. You told me about this movie with Dane Cook and Dennis Rodman. Never heard of it. Looked it up. It's from 1999. And it's based off of one of our favorite childhood little games we play, too. But totally different. But you know the one. Okay, good. Have you seen the movie? I still have not. I tried to find it on YouTube for free. Some idiot would probably upload it. Maybe now I can actually watch. Maybe somebody did recently. Sometimes they last up there, and then they get taken down for copyright if you're lucky enough to watch it. So you want to talk about it? It's a good. It's a good listen. No, I'm glad that you um, brought that up because that's actually exactly what I wanted to. Excuse me. Bring up as far as like the um, movie. Oh, I forgot he was in that too. But um, Tennis Rodman. Oh, were you looking at the Jean Claude Van Damme? Uh, double team. No, no, I didn't. I, I mean, oh, I did okay. see that, but that, I was talking about something else. Here, I'm just going to go ahead and share this tab. So right now, I've got a little bit of a uh, filmography here. Oh, yeah, I was looking at that, too. And um, I love that he was in the movie Baps in 1997. Totally forgot about that. Is that where two guys play women, or is that actual two women? I want to say uh, it should be two women, uh, because I remember Jamie Foxx played a woman with that other guy from a... Oh, I think this... Hold on, is it pulling it up? There's Bernie Mac. So, no, I don't think this is one of the ones where it is two women. Because one of them is literally Halle Berry. Oh, uh, she's a fucking babe. Oh, my oh God. Oh, yeah, she's a box. <laughs> when I saw her in that movie... Uh, oh, don't. With Billy Bob Thornton. Yep, I knew you were going to say it. You know what scene I'm talking about? Yeah. I was like, God, I'm not going to mention it on the podcast, but you know, if you know, you know. I was like, God damn. I was like, but, I mean, some Billy dirty Bob, I was like, oh, gross. See, you like how he <laughs> cut me off because I'm getting inappropriate on this. <laughs> no, you can get a, inappropriate. I just I just wish it wasn't Billy Bob. You know? I mean, I don't, just in case we have somebody from that movie watching this, I just want to be appropriate. But Yeah, God but damn, I heard she doesn't know some black guy, so. Well, and plus she's married, so. What it is. Oh wow! So we got uh, another movie coming out in 2022 called Good Morning that Dennis Rodman was recently in. Or is that is Machine in. Gun Kelly? Yes, that's exactly what that is. <laughs> wow! Never, uh, never knew that was. Th- oh wow! It's got one and a half stars. Must not be that great. Oh wait, <laughs> they dragged Megan Fox into it. Oh my gosh, they dragged a lot of people into this. I seen her in a movie recently where she tries to go after her husband for lying, and she almost dies. And 
you guys got to look up Megan Fox last year movie or this year movie. That's all I'm going to say. Great movie. But Simon Says is the one, man. You got yeah, Jane Simon Cook, Says. Dennis Rodman. You got Emma Wickland. And like it's oh it's John Panay, mm-hmm. rest in peace. He was oh, he was a great peace. comedian. I loved him. Oh wow, it's even that flip But um, basically, it, it's, <laughs> he plays a character named Simon, and he's like this international super spy. Like women love him, men want to be him. His enemies hate him, but you can't stop him. He's just like that ultimate James Bond, like black James Bond type character. Which I guess he was probably thinking he could do after doing double team i totally forgot about that <laughs> never seen that i've never seen either film it's got mickey rourke in it man it's got uh oh what yeah dude <laughs> i love mickey rourke yeah yeah oh i forgot about this guy paul freeman yeah and paul freeman he's a character named gore smythe but uh yeah no i think that dennis Rodman had some pretty sick um movie roles personally as simon says it's probably like my favorite to be honest with you um just because of like the over-the-top ridiculousness but they pulled it off with the kind of like cheesy gloss like like blade like wesley snipes and blade it kind of gave me that yeah. feel so that's why i think it personally like was a cult kind of success thing <laughs> what was uh dane cook as big as he is now back then i thought he came out in the early 2000s um, yeah, no, not necessarily. Mid. I mean, he had, like, some stuff at, uh, I want to say he had some, like, Comedy Central Presents type things and, like, a few other smaller, like, actual, like comedy gigs. But before then, I don't think he was really blowing up the scene as far as movies were concerned. Remember that movie where he got murdered? I don't. 2007, Mr. Brooks, Kevin Costner film. Mr. Brooks wants to not be a murderer anymore and do these things behind his family's back. So he hires a guy to kill him, which is Dane Cook, who catches him in the act of doing something. Who's a photographer or something for, uh, I don't know. He's a photographer. But then when the, Dane Cook's too chicken shit to do this, but at the end he's like ready to do it. He's like, if you don't do it, I'm going to kill you. He's like, fine. But then at the end he gets fucked over. He's like, you know what, Dane? I changed my mind. But I need to tie up loose ends. And Danko's like, oh, I don't understand. So Kevin Cosner pre-dug a grave in a cemetery, used the shovel and whacked him in the head, and then slit his throat with the shovel. And I'm like, Dane Cook getting murdered? I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. Great I see, so you just weren't expecting such a dark ending for the poor lad. Yeah. I recommend the movie. It takes place in Portland, but it was not filmed in Portland. The ironic part. You just see a license plate that says Oregon on it. But, uh, great film. Great film. Um, but Dane Cook, I think he's a great actor. I follow him on social media. I follow Dennis Rodman. Speaking of Dennis Rodman, did you ever see that Dennis Rodman documentary called The Big Bang in Pyongyang, where he goes to North Korea to see Kim Jong-un? It was in the list of, um, film credits and stuff like that. No, I've never seen it personally. Apparently he's good friends with the the uh, North Korean leader. I, I don't know. I remember I mean, when the documentary broke when I remember when like a lot of people were upset about that. But broke. I think it's just basketball friendship. It's because probably something like that because they've got some talented players. I don't know where I watched it. I think it might have been Netflix. You got y'all need to watch the Big Bang in Pyongyang. It's an interesting documentary. He goes there. Obviously Kim Jong Un knows who he is, but I don't think the rest of the people do because they're not allowed to have the internet. 
Well, I mean, you know, DuckDuckGo or, you know, other third party, like, around the uh, internet. The government watches the, the web browsers on all their citizens. <laughs> so yeah. uh, having a Nintendo back then could get you arrested or killed. Just saying. Read the book. Oh. It's by Yonmi Park. Um, in order to live by Yonmi Park to get an idea of what it's like to live in North Korea and escape it. Good read. But still, Dennis Rodman, I love him. I love his crazy hair. I love his craziness. Um, he dated Carmen Electra. He dated some other girls. Yeah. Who else do we got? Shaquille O'Neal was in another movie that I heard was horrible called Steel, where he's like a superhero or he wants it's to be another, like a superhero. Like, DC Universe type of thing, but basically. Oh, like, forgotten DC film. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I here, let me just stop myself because I'm sure I'm getting it confused. There's a character named John Henry Irons, which is based off of. I believe the historical black figure who helped build yep. the railroads, <laughs> but he oh, uh, sledgehammer man from yeah, uh, American he, Tale or something, whatever that Disney movie was with Patrick Swayze. But his DC universe counterpart is one of the stand-ins for Superman when he gets killed by Doomsday, and he's got this crazy-ass metallic suit that gives him like the ability to fight, kind of like Iron Man. He flies around with a cape and shit, and a big-ass, you know, sledgehammer. But Steel kind of reminds me exactly of that character, just played by Shaq. Okay, uh, let me see. I think I have it right here. Uh, Steel, Shaq, Steel. I mean, he's always going to be Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. So long. Look at this. <laughs> I know. I've never seen the movie. I've just heard about it, and I might have seen the trailer back in '97. Uh, oh, and here's a little preview. If you want to download it legally and make a VHS copy. Uh, Un hero le. What does that say? I can't read that. It's another. Wait, say. where are you reading that? Underneath. Steel. Oh my gosh! Of course, it would be from another country. Yeah. If you want to get that nice box look. Oh my gosh! And then we have the uh, the punk kid from uh, Breakfast Club, oh who's gosh. the villain. Yeah, dude, it's um, uh, Judd Nelson, dude. <laughs> I like Judd Nelson when he played a murderer in the late '90s in a film. Um. You guys have to look Judd Nelson up, and you, you'll know what movie I'm talking. He's like a murderer. Got this woman in a tank, and his it was weird cabin killer movie. Oh, that was a weird one. I liked him better in um, uh, New Jack City with Ice T. <laughs> oh, New Jack City. I still have not seen that, but I heard some good things. I heard there's going to be a sequel. Uh, a I sequel could be to wrong. New Jack City. That'd be wild. Um, have you ever seen this? The Celtics, the Boston Celtics. Can you see the screen? Uh, no, yeah, I don't think you've shared it yet. Oh, uh, yeah, because I was just sharing one particular screen, so I'm not sharing the whole, oh. our whole thing. Um, I have this. It's with, uh, where is it? Oh, there it is. It's with Dan Aykroyd, Daniel Stern, who played uh, one of the uh, Wet Bandits or Sticky Bandits. It depends on what movie you liked of Home Alone. They kidnapped Wait, one with... of the Boston self. Yeah, with uh, Marlon, uh, Damon Wayne, sorry. They kidnapped... They're, they're huge Celtic fans. They want the Celtics... No! Uh, oh, they kidnapped the, the opposite team? Uh, team. They captured... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, you're player, right. right. Yes, that's what I'm trying to... I forgot if they were pretending to root for the Celtics, but I remember they're huge Celtic fans. They capture the other team to make it like good luck. You know, it's, a, it's bad juju. You know, we need to we need to rob them to win. And 
they end up bonding with this got guy. The freaking guy from uh, <laughs> from Home Alone. <laughs> I love Daniel Stern. He was great in '90s films, comedy yeah. films, Bushwhacked. Uh, I forgot. About wait, was it Bushwhacked? Now. I forgot. It was but yeah, it was Bushwhacked. Hard DVD to find apparently, but I got it. Um, didn't like spending money on it, but uh, and it is what it is, pal. It is what it is. You spend the um, money, you know. You now know you got this is. guy over here. You got yeah, uh, Gilbert Godfrey, what the younger you version. <laughs> it's it's the young the young sounding one. But I, I mean, Whoopi Goldberg was in a sports movie too. I never watched it. I just saw it through Google. But I remember hearing about it. Uh, but yeah, there are Boston Celtic actual NBA players in this movie. So I mean, this kind of counts. It's a good it's a good comedy film. They they end up being friends in the end. In a weird way. And to be friends. Yeah. I like that. That's a pretty inspiring story. I, uh, you know, I used to be friends with people too, and now I just, uh, I keep my circle real small, you know, real tight, real tight, like a tight butthole, you know. I, uh, don't really let too many people in, you know what I'm saying? It's a uh, one way. Hey. One way. That's it there. Do uh, you. That's one of my favorites, dude. <laughs> I, I thought so. Uh, do you yeah. want to take it over and talk about it? Because I only seen it once, and it was the year after the year came out, or the year after. It came I used out. to have this on film. So basically, you got Lil Bow Wow and his prime. You got Jonathan Lipnicki coming together with an all star. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> with, a, with a decent cast. <laughs> oh yeah, um, you got to mention the Jordan cameo in the like the first two minutes. Mm-hmm. So basically, like Jordan's over here trying to, I think, in some holes. You know, Shia LaBeouf holes ass type plot, like a sports star leaves some memorabilia behind, and then he just so happens to get the shoe. Oh no, Jordan! Um, uh, apparently he threw a pair of shoes up on like how back in the hood they used to throw shoes up on the um, power lines. Uh, so a pair of Jordan shoes, this kid's able to get them joints after I think getting his regular shoes. It, he like got stolen. So he's got these raggedy ass pair of shoes, but they belong to Michael Jordan. So they somehow magically give him the gift of Michael Jordan's talent without having to, like, you know, steal it like some um, bad guys from a Looney Tunes film. Yep. Um, But uh, long story short, he meets this other kid who's kind of like, you know, his friend. He's like, hey, we're going to, you know, go up together. We we on now. And so um, he somehow gets a tryout for. Whatever this bullshit, what is the show me the jersey? What's the bullshit name of their team? The circus or something like that? It's some, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh! And it's got him, Brian Beckman, as the bad guy. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I forgot about that. But, um, uh, did you know there was a sequel? Yes, and I have not seen that shit, bro. I don't and it know. came out the same year, or something. Because it says 2002 as well. And I'm like, what? No. We did a Like Mike 2 in the same uh, year? I did not realize that. Well. I don't know. I mean, crazy. hey, guys, if you're just looking for the DVD, don't get the two movie combo. You usually get <laughs> shitty movie with. And, and you know it's a shitty movie. When, when there's a double up like that? <laughs> yeah. Because they're trying to get rid of it. But you know it's a shitty movie, too, when you see this white boy with dreadlocks. Or, oh, no, cornrows. God. Sorry. Not dreadlocks. Cornrows. <laughs> no, at, least you, at least you corrected. You knew it. I know. So why do oh we gotta gosh. get it right? Well, I used to watch that all the time. He he had the little music video at the end where he was doing the bow wow dance. wow yippee yo yippee. <laughs> is it that one? Uh, yeah, no, it's the one where uh, we're playing basketball. 
basketball. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, you remember. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. (laughs) It's almost as obscure as Aaron Carter's house party song. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey, hey. Nah, 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 nah. nah I wouldn't say it's nah, obscure. Nah, 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 like, um, I mean, it's a, it's, it's forgettable. You, you gotta remember. Oh, come on. You think that song's forgettable? Man, Yo, he sampled, a, he sampled an old song, man. Uh, the, the playing basketball. It's an old sample. It's like one of those ones you forget, though. But then when you hear it, like, oh, sh- I remember all the words. Of course, bro. Don't even dub. Don't even sit there and play on Bow Wow's name like that, man. Bow Wow's name. Uh, Put some respect team. on Bow Wow's name. <laughs> I mean, do you want to talk about? I want to talk about NBA uh, games. So the first sports nope. game I ever bought. Nope. Nope. Uh-huh. What do you mean? We're talking about movie cameos. You gotta lock it in. You don't want to talk uh-huh. about NBA video games. Nope. Saving that for another podcast. You lose. <laughs> All right. Fine. <laughs> what about the Space it. Jam sequel? There you go. Now we're talking Space Jam New Legacy. Get ready for spoilers because I'm so ready to talk about this. My dad rented out a movie theater for me and and our family. Like a a suite. Like the little showing room. Your dad rented out a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. Well, not like the whole theater, but just like a a, a showing of like, like, you know. Okay. I can't remember how much he said he had to pay, but basically it was like a fair coin. And yeah, we just got to go in there and be as loud as we wanted and watch it like we was at home. His feet up on the seats and everything was fucking. Was awesome. this Cenotopia? It was the one at Clackamas Town Center. Oh. The theater over there at the mall. Okay. Ah, really nice. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. I've been um, there in a while. I, think I don't think I've ever seen. I think I've seen a movie there once or twice. <laughs> it's gotten better yeah. over the years. Yeah. Um, but man, they, they had me in the first half. I'm not going to lie. You know, they tried to set the stakes pretty quick. You know, um, the stakes can never be higher for LeBron. You know, his kids hate him. You know, that's a good place to start. How does that always happen to, you know, black fathers trying to be successful sports stars? Ask Michael Jordan, because his kids were acting the same way in the beginning of the movie as well. Pretty ungrateful, pretty, you know, but they still love their dad, you know, but... I'm seeing a uh, copycat syndrome here. There definitely the was a bit of copycat syndrome. The, the thing that you definitely could give them credit for is by, you know, copy and pasting things. Some of the things they copy and pasted well. I think the way that they, ex- you know, explain him getting to Toon World was a little bit better instead of just like getting sucked into a hole, which is a great sight gag and it makes sense in Looney Tunes, Bill. Yep. But I like the fresh take on it this time. It was more of a digital thing, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, brother? I think the major selling point that really pulled audiences into the film were the cameos. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, when I first heard about the 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 um, movie being made a couple years before that, yeah. maybe even five years before that, I was like, no way, <laughs> nobody's gonna want to see LeBron James in this movie. And, and I was like, holy shit, it actually is happening when I saw the trailer. The cameos are what I was there for the movie for. I was really hoping to like the movie, but I was like, ah, I want to see the mask. I want to see the pig. I want to see well, whoever was in there. In the any, Anything that Warner Brothers owns, they put something in that suit. And they cut so many things out. Like, the mask was supposed to be the referee at one point. Um, there was the witch from The Wizard of Oz, some other stuff. So to give people some sort of, like, background, if you haven't watched Space Jam, 
the new legacy. Feel free if you don't care for spoilers to to just cut it off now. Yeah, going to talk about it, but it's a good watch through the first time. I mean, just to see the cameos and see how it ends out. The storyline, not bad. There's yeah, just something bad. about it that uh, maybe it's a generational thing. I think that's probably the gist of it. Um, but long story short, it's not our space jam. Not our space jam. Uh, LeBron James and his son get sucked digitally into a Tune verse, which happens to be a part of an even bigger, what they call server verse, of WB properties like Harry Potter and other movies. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> so um, at one point, the movie culminates into a big basketball match, which how could it not? Where literally every character in their IP is there. Uh, you know, you've got like all the Looney Tunes in almost an updated style. Yeah. Not bad. I liked it. It wasn't bad. And then you've got like Anthony, like uh, Acard, excuse me, was saying, well, who cares? Anthony Acard, you fucking. If you look on him on Instagram, if you follow him on social medias, you'll know who he is. <laughs> and if you don't, then that's your problem. You should think about it. Think about it. Think about it. But yeah, long story short, I'm going to get off my soapbox here. They had to do things in a new way to try and interest new crowds in this older IP, which I kind of like that they tried to Gazy. do the whole Marvel thing, which is all right. Um, I kind of liked that like his um, son, when they were playing basketball, had like digital power-ups and stuff. That was kind of cool, just because I'm a gamer, kind of tugged at me a little yeah. bit. Um, the... I, as a black person, I kind of like the interdimensional, like, um, relational aspects of him trying to work, do things with his kids while also dealing with, you know, possibly losing everything to Don Cheadle's Al G Rhythm character. Um, Parasols. <laughs> Parasols. <laughs> Mr. Cheadle! <laughs> Mr. Cheadle! Mr. Cheadle, your parasols! You left your parasols! Yeah, that's a classic. Classic. Huh. But yeah, what about some other sports uh, figures? You were talking about WWE off camera. Yes. Hulk Hogan's the only one I can think of. Really? Growing up. Beverly Andre Ninja, the Giant. Whatever it was. Oh, yeah, Princess Bride. And then you've got um, Chris Jericho's had a couple movies. You've got John Cena in um, Everything. The Suicide Squad, uh, 12 Rounds. Um, I think The Miz from like Challenge and um, WWE Lore was in Roddy the- Piper. You got Roddy Piper. There's I, so uh, many Fro- uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown or uh, yes. They Live, uh, John Carpenter film. I love it. Love both of them, actually. So you both get it, man. Weird Roddy in the 80s films. and 90s, people was just all about those cameos. People mm-hmm. were really serious about getting... Because besides movie it, stars, there weren't really a whole lot of um, you know people like that. I mean, who's had... Uh, you had what? The... I want to say the Smoking Gun series with Leslie Nielsen had uh, O.J. Simpson in it. Oh, oh, you mean uh, Naked Gun? Naked Gun. Naked Gun. I think Smoking Gun. That sounds like a series from the '60s. I think it is. I think it's the Perry. The, the one. Who was the guy that wrestler with the rubber bands in his beard? He played the dad of Cyndi Lauper in her music videos. Hmm, I'm not too sure. It was weird. Ooh. I forgot his name. If anybody remembers his name, I, I mean, I could look it up, but uh, I'm too lazy to look it up right now. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of sports stars. I think it started with wrestling first. Wrestling stars and some basketball stars started in the 70s because you had uh, 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played this tall... He's already tall. But he played this guy against Bruce Lee in House of the Dragon or something like that. I'm going to put this on you, then I'll be right back. Okay. All right. House of the Dragon, Bruce Lee. He's like the... I mean, he has to fight Chuck Norris, or Chuck Norris is with him. I don't know a lot about Bruce Lee movies, but I know he he fought a blind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I'll be right back as well. That's a, a tidbit for you. Now, we okay. mentioned Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. My girl Emily. Her aunt dated him back in the day. Really? Yeah. Wait, your your girlfriend's uh, girlfriend's aunt dated Rowdy Roddy Piper. Wrestling go. fame. Kilt wearing uh what was it? What was his saying in the thing? He'd say, uh, "Who said y'all? I'll tear down this wall." That guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. How did that happen? I know. I'll have to ask her more about it. She just um, mentioned it when I stepped out of the room. She was like, "Did y'all see Roddy Piper?" She was like, "I dated him." I was like, "Oh, I forgot you told me that before." You need to get more info on that. And I would love to hear it. Rest in peace, Roddy, by the way. Uh, the last thing he did was a short film called Portal to Hell on YouTube, 12-minute short, where he's like a, a, a tenant. Um, not a tenant. He's a – is a tenant – he's a crusty old superint- superintendent, has a lot of time on his hands when cultists use his basement to open a portal to the watery tomb of a slumbering god. Oh, wow. It's a fucked up. It is you need to watch it? Uh, just type in "Portal to Hell" 2015 Roddy Piper on YouTube. You will not regret it. Uh, he's he did have some drug stuff going on back then, but he really came back with a punch in that film. Oh my god! I wish he was alive. Oh, that was really heartfelt, man. Yeah, he, that, was really he, that was probably three great movies he was in. Was uh, "They Live," uh, "Hell Comes to Frogtown," which is a weird movie, and then "Portal to Hell." It's like a trilogy of awesomeness. Now, the Hulk Hogan one that you were going to say as far as his film appearance, which one were you going to reference? Um, let me see real quick. Hulk Hogan films. He's looked great. I mean, he's older now, but I'm glad that he's kept up the persona mm-hmm. for so long. Uh, movies. Uh, well, I liked you had him in Three Ninjas. You had Three Ninjas. Uh, what was it? Three Ninjas, Suburban Commando. What other movies was it? I think it was this Three Ninjas, Suburban Commando. What did I say? Beverly Hills? Did I say Beverly Hills Ninja? That's Chris Farley. Oh, my God. I was going to say, wait, what? Oh, wow. oh, there was Santa with Muscles in 1996. He has a small cameo in Gremlins 2. He's in oh, Little Hercules. Uh, there's a documentary from 2014 called Sheik, if you know the Iron Sheik. Uh, I think he played in the Clash videos. Uh, McKinsley, McKinley, McKinley. 
Kinsey's Island from 98. Oh, he played in Thunder in Paradise, a 1994 uh, game. What system was it for? It was like, not Sega Genesis. Screenplays by Tom Green, but not the Tom Green. You know, my bum is in your face. My bum is in your face. Not that Tom Green. What was it? It was for a gaming system. I don't, I don't know. I don't really remember. It was one that used a digital disc type of thing, and it was horrible. But it was like a choose-your-own, like, would you want to do this? And it would use real imagery, and you could aim it. Kind of like Star Wars Assault 2 uh, for the PlayStation 1. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like real imagery. Uh, and it looks like you're really controlling real people. It's it's like that. Weird. That's all the only movies I can really think of. That's fair, that's fair. Um... But no, I definitely had to bring up Andre the Giant. You know, love, love that movie. And I loved his character in that movie as well. Um, uh, I mean, I saw 12 rounds, you know, for, for John Cena, like really getting his toes wet and getting out there and doing that shit. I'll applaud him for that. I thought that that was pretty good. I think Randy Orton copied The Miz, or not copy The Miz, but like was the guy that did The Marine 2. Unless I'm getting that confused, and the Miz was Marine too, and the Marine was John Cena. Yeah, the Marine was John Cena. Um, who? Uh, come on, you, you can't talk about sports without talking about uh, the our, most electrifying man in sports entertainment. No. Ooh. Oh, I'm talking about you our. Oh, the Rock. Do we even need to? I was talking about for the Blazers. <laughs> no, you don't. Wanna, you don't want to touch that one. <laughs> oh God, I'm I'm like over the Rockies and everything, and then everybody's giving them hell for the Black Adam movie coming well, out. Well, you know, I had to bring that up. You know, I, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, so I can't give you spoilers on this. Yeah, one, but I mean, I, you, you know, I had to bring that up. The first time we saw him in film was his digital cameo in. The Mummy 2 with Brendan Fraser, great actor, come, making a comeback. The Amen. King came out first, didn't it? Nope. Scorpion King came out after, like a couple of years later to follow up more about uh, oh, who try Scorpion to King give was. The lore yeah. and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, on YouTube, you can look up, because uh, the dig- the CGI was horrible for The Mummy 2 when you look back at it now. It's like oh, 20 yeah. years ago. But, or. Was it 2001 or 2002? I forgot. But there's this company on YouTube that redigitizes and enhances computer imaging for movies. And that was one of them. So you can look that up on YouTube. It's the one I'm Uh, always telling you about, Corridor Digital. I watch them religiously. Yes! Corridor. I've subscribed to them a couple years ago. Did you finally? Like three years ago. But I guess I don't remember you mentioning that because maybe I didn't know you were talking about it. I wasn't making the no, connection. probably. I just mentioned it a couple episodes. They um, do a great job. Projects. They did one for Luke Skywalker and uh, oh, so you the like Rise of Skywalker stuff. and then they did it for the new uh, Star Wars Mandalorian Season 2 when Skywalker comes up there. But yeah. Um, they do a great uh, job at Corridor. Why don't they have a job like that? Why aren't they Hollywood hiring them? <laughs> oh, because on. Maybe they did now. Yes, Harry. Uh, William Defoe. The Green Goblin. So yeah, All you right. wanted to talk about the Blazers or something? Um, Our hero of the Trailblazers right now. 
Okay. That's my parents. It's time for dinner. Okay. We can start wrapping up here um, soon. You, uh, who's our, who's the guy in the Trailblazers again? You talking about Damian Lillard? Damian Lillard. Um, he's really popular, actually, in NBA. Very popular. I'm surprised they not having him for brand. I mean, mm-hmm. he's branding stuff, but I'm surprised he's not in any movies or anything. Or anything. I mean, he, I don't know. He did, like, a little rap song there at one point, And, uh. Oh, I forgot about that. You know. Or maybe he didn't... Was it just a song? Or maybe he did an album? I can't remember. I mean, I know he was doing his thing. I mean, I'm sure there's probably a, a level of, like, fame where it becomes hard to balance that kind of shit um, all the time. I mean, he's a really great leader for the Blazers. I mean, he's really carried them. I mean, I, I just hope he's sharing the ball on the court. Because I don't watch the game all the time, but... Uh, Apparently, they're killing it right now. I believe yeah. at this current point, they're, like, 4-0, and maybe 5-0. and he really takes away from being Michael Jordan was definitely somebody he looked up to, uh, obviously, but really takes away from that and uh, ne- ne- gets rid of the negatives and puts in the positive from what he learns. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, realize that Terry Crews used to be a footballer who does acting now? I think I heard about that somewhere. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I, I can't remember the team he used to play for, but yeah. Yes, sir. Huh. And rest in peace, Don King. Don King's not around anymore, right? I would probably Google that first before giving a rest in peace shout out. Oh my gosh! He's still around! Mecha lecha hi, mecha hiney hiney ho. Ooh, hello. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Whether you're promoting products, have something you want to say to the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Mm. Podcasting is fun, cheap, and an easy way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all major podcast directories within minutes of wrapping up recording, and it even includes a website, analytics, promotion tools, and custom audio players, and more. Once you've uploaded to Buzzsprout, You can track your stats across directories like Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and so on. All you need to get started is a quiet space, a pair of headphones, and some of those ASMR speaking tones. You know, sometimes that the coast really gets turned on when they hear it. (laughs) That's right. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in the description or show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. It gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, which also helps support our show and many others. Get out there and start creating.